0: it's the first breaking down all welcome back you're listening to the Bachelor lifestyle podcast from the ballerlifestyle.com my name is Brian Beckner I'm joined now as I am every single week that we do this show by Mr Jason Stewart Jason what's up
1: hello everybody
0: hometowns. A big week.
1: As, uh, as Juan Pablo um, Gal- once referred Galavis. to Galavis, yep, ninety-six times um, in the episode prior to he calls it hometowns, hometowns, hometowns. I, I, I mean, I want to take it to hometowns, but I don't, know, you know, I don't know if I want to take it to hometowns. I mean, I, I think you want to go to hometowns,
0: hometowns. Um, okay, this was obviously we got to get to the Victoria F. debacle scenario. Um, I don't even know what to call it, but uh, I guess we go chronologically. You go. There's four chicks left, right? There's Hannah Ann, yep. M- Madison, Kelsey, and Victoria F. We start out. We go to Hannah Ann's place, Knoxville, she, uh, Tennessee. She's hot, right? We're into her.
1: I'm not into her as much as you are. I'm not
0: really that into her. I'm not in the only one that I'm into that's left is Victoria F. But but objectively, Hannah Ann is attractive.
1: She did say, um, by the way, the word literally was uh, literally used incorrectly at least sixteen times Amazing. by the four women in this episode. Amazing, and incredible. So she, the, fir- the first one being uh, Hannah Ann saying. On a voiceover, as they hugged and she put her feet around his waist, they do that a lot. Uh, he he give he gives me butterflies every time I see him. Literally, the exact truth. Like,
0: so she has actual butterflies. Actual
1: butterflies, yeah, crazy. Um, and and then, uh, anyways, so um, yes. she also said um, she uh, Peter said in a voiceover with Hannah and family is extremely important to me.
0: That's rarely said by any bachelors on the show.
1: And then, um, so what Knoxville, that's where, uh, the Tennessee Vols play. And that's right. I don't even remember what they did. It was something.
0: Axe throwing.
1: Oh, axe throwing. So,
0: and the axes were not landing in the wood and also axe throwing showed up in this world exactly like 18 months ago and now i cannot go a single day of my life without seeing i've never axe thrown i cannot go six hours without seeing some reference to an axe throwing situation somewhere where did it come from why is it here why can't i get away from it
1: yeah i mean if uh I binge watched the Vikings and they do a whole lot of axe throwing to kill people. So it's, it's been around, uh, many centuries. I just think that at some point it became fashionable to, uh, yeah. to do it for fun. Over yes.
0: Here. 90 days ago, 70,000 axe throwing locations opened and it is impossible to avoid some reference, or visual cue that axe throwing is now a thing, and I, I want to know how this happened and what how why I'm being subjected to it. Yes, they go axe throwing, and apparently, the axe doesn't the axe lands in the wood about one um, percent of the time. Uh, what's worse, Peter's axe throwing prowess or his jumper?
1: Yeah, I mean, I at the very least. This episode, he made a couple buckets. They, they showed the buckets that he made. He probably was three for, uh, 40, but they showed all three of them. The ax. I, I really do think that he, um, he was able to get the axe to stick exactly once because yeah. it was a bullseye. all they could yeah. dig yeah. up. They yeah. didn't, they didn't have many to choose from. No, they didn't. Um, and, and I see where it might be a problem, but, um, you know we then saw him later in the episode throw a ball to a, a dog and you find out real uh, quickly that he hasn't done a whole lot of throwing of any balls in his life not not yeah. very athletic he it, could, the guy could fly planes and yeah. drive fast cars but he's he he's not the athlete
0: it's a real tell like you you should at some point spend a couple days at your local high school or junior college or elementary school field, take a football, go there with somebody that knows how to throw a football and learn how to appropriate the appearance of being able to throw a football. It's just, it's, it's something that you're going to It's like driving a stick shift you're almost never gonna need to do it but one time it's gonna yeah. be a thing where you're gonna need to look like you can throw something so you should just go learn how to do it
1: the uh so I mean I would say that the that getting the axe stick might be harder than it looks but um, he I doubt did, it. he just doesn't quite have a throwing skills so the axe throwing um, was okay, and um, you know Hannah Ann's really happy, and they go to the house. And this is my my favorite dad in a very long time is is Hannah Ann's dad, um, because unlike a lot of the family members that show up on these hometowns, they really want their TV time. They're kind of overwhelmed, and they never act like their true selves. Like he had zero. Um, desire to be on camera and he didn't play it up for the cameras. Um I like him a lot. What'd you think? It
0: was cool how um he would just like say nothing for a long like a long stretch of time. And then um he was basically just a dick to Peter and just had no time for any of the bullshit of the Well he said
1: he said off camera uh in the off camera interview um, she brought she brought peter with him and that's exciting i I guess that's what he said that verbatim and, and then, then yeah, yeah he he gets he gets peter alone of course yeah and uh he he asks him the essential question that I I don't understand how more dads on this show don't ask he says where are you at with the other girls involved in this compared to my daughter yep. like to me, that is the perfect question to ask uh, the bachelor subject because he can't give it a, an honest answer. The only thing he can come he, – he has he has uh, exactly two choices. He just goes all in and says, I'm fully in love with your daughter, and I'm 100% about that. Yeah, he said that or, to
0: all the dads, by the way.
1: Or he stammers, or he, yeah. he, he kind of uh, hedges, and uh, Peter chose – the latter, he didn't answer the question. He's like, this is what I could say. Um, every experience I've had with your daughter has been wonderful, and I, I could definitely see a future with her. He never once answered the question, which I begged the show to have the dad follow up. And like, okay, that answer is fine, but I, you didn't answer the question. Where are you at with the other girls compared to my yeah. daughter? So he kind of let him off the hook a little bit. Yeah,
0: they do that. The dads act like hard asses. I will say this. It seems like they've abandoned the super awkward, "Well, dad, um, you know, if I decide to propose, there you go. Exactly. to your daughter, you know, you gonna you gonna throw me that blessing, which is so fucking stupid because yep. what, dad? In his fucking right mind would be like, Absolutely, sure. Why not? You know, she is a contestant on a fucking game show. It's either it's either win a jet ski or and a Ford Explorer and a and a trip to Ireland or get married. So I guess, yeah, sure. Get fucking married. What?
1: I'll give you the blessing, even though I have a one in four shot. That um, you're gonna pick my it's daughter, insanity. And it's And so then there's not a guarantee that you're gonna ask her to marry her. Hence, uh, Colton and Katie. Right. So um, Cassie, the dad, the Cassie, the dad's not done. Um, he says to Peter, he hits him between the eyes and says, because uh, Peter says I'm falling in love. You know, that's a very vague term.
0: He doesn't dad say dad I'm in love. He says yeah, I'm falling in love, which said, is like a what? fucking out
1: it it isn't out yep. and he says but the dad did catch him he said that's a big word i would not use that word unless you are 100% sure about it yep do not say that word to her unless you are sure so
0: and then what's he um, do immediately in the next yeah, scene
1: yeah he takes her outside and says he loves her or <laughs> no 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 no, no I, not even that not even that yeah, yeah. he says um he's she says I'm all in. I needed this day. So the one day she needed to go from uh, starting to fall no, in love with insane. you to I love it's you. Insane. And then as they're getting in the car, he kind of reciprocates. He he, he he. I'm falling for you or something like that. But as they're getting in the car, she says, "I love you, Peter." And he responds, "I love hearing that."
0: Yeah. That, yeah. Right. It's insane. The whole thing's insane. It's so stupid. Why do we watch? Okay, so Hannah and she gets a good edit. Like, things are going well for her. Now he bounces to Des Moines, Iowa. He leaves where Knoxville. He goes to De- Des Moines, Iowa to Kelsey. This Kelsey, what's she still doing there? She looks like Busy Phillips. She was Miss Iowa, apparently. Um l- quite possibly the most boring hometown of all time. What they even do, I don't remember.
1: They um they did something that I don't I don't even know if it's like um indigenous to Iowa. They stomped on grapes right. to make wine.
0: They stomped on grapes. Stomped on grapes, what? which
1: is to me is disgusting. Disgusting. I, I don't need to see people's feet stomping no. Agreed. on Agreed fruit. Agreed. Um and by the way, um they were so hard up for material they made Peter shoehorn the uh, analogy that wa- the wine that he was tasting is just like his relationship with Kelsey. It's never bland, uh, <laughs> oh, they- very very sweet. Yes, and they were like
0: it's not dry. It's yeah, a very it's very oaky. has has yeah. notes of peach. Like they were doing yeah. like. A- <laughs> hit, hit uh, the smell of leather. Like they, they did like everything you could do about wine.
1: <laughs> so so uh, stupid. So after the, the wine making and tasting, um, Kelsey says, I can honestly say that I love you verbatim. And his response is that makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, so we go to uh, her family's place and you can see where Kelsey gets her drama, her emotion. Yeah.
0: Like, yeah this the is mom's nuts. Has, she's got a nuts but, mom.
1: Yeah. She's, this is a woman who's cried every episode of yeah. this season. Yep. She could hardly say a couple sentences without crying. She got called out by the Asian contestant for being a drama queen. Yep. And I think she got her mental health called into question because yep. she cries at everything. Um, she so she, she cried so
0: much. I almost married her. Go on.
1: It it was just, it was disgusting. Yeah. Just like her, her just sitting with all members of her family. She couldn't get through a sentence without crying. She tells uh, her mother, you know, that coming into this, I didn't think that it would work, which is basically one of those rare points in the show where I was hoping that, after she said, "You know, Mom, coming in the show, I didn't think um it could work. I was really hoping they would leave it in the edit, and the mom say, "I know. I know you said that you just wanted to upgrade your Instagram followers and, right exactly. And become become famous. I really wish yeah. they wouldn't have edited that out we
0: get we get more into that later. Hold on. i have we have a clip here from the from their grape stomping, the grape stomping episode. Uh, segment of The Bachelor. You
1: ready? Ready to try it?
0: Yeah, sure. Let's go. <laughs> All right, you ready? Give us a thirty-second time. Here we go. So what's the deal here? They're stomping you, the grapes. There's a contest to stomp, and how are you measuring who does the best
1: stomping? Why are they? Why are they on a platform? Couldn't they just do this on the ground? Do do? The measuring cups are down below, right? Measuring cups are down below. All right. And, and
0: if you if you win, you get to stay at Chateau Malan. And what else do you have going on here? Well, if grape stomping's not your thing, you can come and. Spend the day listening to live music Eating international foods Having wine tours and tastings Vineyard tours, seminars, arts and crafts it's a Really stomping the grapes ow, 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 ow. Stop, stop. Oh, oh, oh. Something went wrong with the grape stomping I'm not sure oh, Hold on, wait, wait for the anchors Wait oh, no wait.
1: I think she's actually hurt. No, right? I think she is. Yeah, she's wow. hurt. She took a hard fall. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, I hope she's okay. <laughs> okay. Mm. We're going to oh, make sure Same. she Try and check effect. on her and get All back to right. your Susan. <laughs> yeah. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> 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 the, uh, <laughs> <the anchor. laughs> we'll try and check on her. <laughs> The anchors are both holding in their laughter and say, ooh, and he actually had the ball say, I, I think she's hurt. I uh, The first thing I thought about when I saw the scene was the grape lady, too. Yes. A, uh, it was a
0: grape lady callback.
1: The videos that ever actually went viral. That was uh, that was one of the pioneers. Yes, like, it was. And, Her- and I will say this, like. If you haven't seen it, there is um, a grape stomping uh, what bucket on a yes. on a raised platform.
0: It's about four feet off the
1: ground, okay. and a and a woman who I mean, I'm just literally saying this. She's 100 hundred hundred pounds overweight, she's, she's and
0: not, not hundred, but maybe fifty.
1: Asking her to stomp on grapes and then also talk at the same time. And she, uh, I mean, the inevitable happens. One of the funniest moments ever. <laughs> the, and the anchors were amazing.
0: The best is she kind of has like a hold my beer moment. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, they're like basically done stomping grapes. And <laughs> she looks at the camera and <laughs> it's kind of like, no, I got this. And she, she starts to like high speed stomp the grapes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she did. <laughs> This is my this is my time to shine right now. <laughs>
0: and then things go badly after that. Uh okay, so the Ke- there's nothing to report from the Kelsey date, right? There's well, just
1: Kelsey um tells her family that she loves him. Um and then after the family, uh she says, I love you again. And his response, thank you, my heart has definitely fallen. <laughs> So he left that one open. I
0: thought, I thought Kelsey was going to continue the long tradition of at least one of the hometown chicks having a hotter sister at her house. And she, while Kelsey did have a sister that was slightly hotter than her, neither of them are that cute.
1: Right. Right. And, 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 and one of the, one of the sisters or one of them, um, had a disability, so I'm, I'm just I,
0: oh, I didn't notice that. I didn't, well, I'm you certainly
1: really didn't notice. <laughs> no, I
0: didn't, I didn't. Okay. All
1: right. So, um, which
0: I swear so, to god, I didn't, I'm not, <laughs> was one of them in like walk, a wheelchair or something?
1: No, watch it back, she uh, had something going on. <laughs> Um, oh, I didn't I'm that. not sure what it was. But well, I'm, I'm, I'm uh,
0: certainly not making light of that. I, I swear I didn't notice that.
1: So the next uh, city he travels to is Auburn, Alabama, yeah. where he meets up with Madison, who I think, at <sighs> least coming into hometowns, was the um, was the favorite. She yeah. is the basketball player. Um, a lot, lot to unpack here. Week is a, a virgin. Um, I mean, the just. She takes him to um, the Auburn basketball arena that her dad oh, yeah. is an assistant uh-huh. coach at. Uh-huh. And Peter acts like it's the Taj Mahal. Like, it's the greatest thing he has ever seen. He's like, when- this is gorgeous. Yeah. It's is I mean, a
0: building. It's just a regular. It's just a basketball. It's a gym. Yeah, I
1: mean. The, the football programs that this, that these SEC schools bring in so much money that of course there's going to be you know like state of the art basketball arenas but it was no more impressive than anything you ever, you're going to see I, on. A, I would have liked this, it if they campus. if they swung by
0: those trees that got poisoned.
1: <laughs> right, they right. didn't go yeah. there by the crimson. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're walking in and he thinks it's the greatest thing ever, even though he's from Los Angeles and he's seen sporting arenas and he should be pretty desensitized. Um, and a really cheesy maneuver as they're sitting there, as they have the arena all to themselves, Charles Barkley comes on the scoreboard. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I felt bad for Barkley. I, I just felt bad for him. Well, I felt Andrew.
0: bad. I felt bad for Madison because she's like, like it's like on the jumbotron, it's a massive screen and they're both looking at it. And it's Charles Barkley, probably one of the hundred most recognizable human beings on the planet. Right. But probably, and and I think I'm sandbagging a little bit there, 50 most known people in the world. And he's like, Hey, uh, hey, Madison and Peter, it's me. And uh, and she go and she like nudges Peter, and she goes, check it out. That's Charles Barkley.
1: Yeah, she has to. Right, uh, and 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 even after she said that, he acted like he didn't know who that was. Yeah, he was
0: I, just like nodding I would, along. I would
1: not. uh I would not doubt if he doesn't know who it is because <laughs> the guy was acting like. Uh, this pedestrian basketball arena was the greatest thing he's ever seen. And then Charles Barkley has a personal message for him and he, he acted almost unfazed. Yeah.
0: He's a little confused.
1: And then they start doing drills. Well, the strange thing is that Bruce Pearl comes out, right? Bruce Pearl, who uh, has been in and out of sec schools, always seems to be on the fringe of scandal yeah. uh one of those recruiting um fiends who is always pushing the envelope Didn't but-
0: he he originally got his job at like illinois or something after he ratted out the coach right of the team and then so then he got that that's like got him his d1 job and then everywhere he's ever been a coach since then has immediately gone on probation and he's gotten fired
1: Right, and he he led the team to the Final Four last year. Is that true? Yeah, the reason why I I, I remembered it, and I went online to confirm it, Auburn went to the Final Four last year, their first Final Four ever, because he walks up to her with this awkward hug and says, a very forced producer-fed wine, he says, unbelievable that you've made it to two final fours in one year yeah yep she made the bachelor final four and his team or or her dad's team made the final four in basketball very awkward very you could tell that he felt bad saying it and thought it was cheesy but he had to say it well he's out
0: there promoting it's a good opportunity for the school it's smart but
1: then the guy, um, he's a he's a division one basketball coach. He's yeah, probably he's- forgotten more about basketball than any of us will ever know. That's true. And maybe they had a bad edit. Maybe there were several drills that he ran them through, layup drills, maybe passing drills. But the drill that they chose to show, and maybe this was the only thing that they did, they bounced two basketballs so, at the same time.
0: So I um I haven't played organized basketball since seventh grade when i was on the 5-4 and under team and so i don't i don't like re- like i know the three-man weave i know um you know like defensive drills where you like get in the stance and run up and down the court like
1: sure you There's know the, i know uh, running the, th- the three on two fast break drill yes
0: running lines i know all that I am not convinced that the shit they were doing with two basketballs is an actual fucking basketball drill. They were just doing some shit it's, there. That's, not, that's that's just shit she knows how to do that no one else knows how to do. And she's like, hey, let's do this thing where we dribble two basketballs. And of course, he looks like a fucking idiot.
1: The only place that dribbling two balls is a drill is Harlem. Yes. The Harlem Globetrotters right. practice bouncing two Curly balls. Curly Neal. Yeah, the reason why you don't uh, do drills bouncing two balls because in basketball, you only use one ball. Exactly, that's exactly right. Why would,
0: you, why would you know need to know how to dribble two? She's like one high, one low. She's, yeah. she's dribbling two balls. Well, you'd never need to know how to do that because you only play the game with exactly one basketball between 10 people, not two per person.
1: I will say this. There is the one team that wishes there were two balls or the Houston Rockets. Oh, nice. Nice.
0: Okay.
1: It's so, nice. um, the, the two, the two ball drill that Bruce Pearl just looked embarrassed. I like, and I, Hey, I like to
0: run, run a good two ball drill.
1: Yeah. And, okay. uh, That made Peter look out to be a spaz, which doesn't take a lot. I mean, you don't have to do the two-ball drill to make him look like a spaz. Yeah, so he did look like a spaz
0: there, but anybody would look like a spaz there because no one can do that unless they practice it, in which case no one can do that because no one ever practices that. But he did do a thing that made him look like a super spaz where just before this, where they were just like putting on their jerseys and stuff, he's like, I'm really good at half-court shots, which no one is good at half court shots that's a, right. it's just a lucky shot and then he goes i'm really good at half court shots and then with his left hand he wings like a baseball shot like a baseball pass towards the fucking basket yeah. and it and it lands 30 feet left of the backboard so it like if you if you really thought You were good at two at at half court shots. You obviously would heave it with both hands from the chest towards the hoop, but he fucking tried to baseball it, and it went. The cameraman almost couldn't catch it in the frame because it was so far away from the basket. You couldn't you couldn't throw it that badly towards the backboard if you tried.
1: And so, if you're keeping score, uh, you have. Axe throwing Sucks. and throwing from half court. Sucks. He's awful at each of them. And this yeah. isn't the last time in this episode they throw something. Yeah. Um, so this strange thing happens. Um they leave Bruce Pearl after one drill, and then they play a one-on-one game, which in oh, my I think, opinion
0: I think I fast forwarded this.
1: No nothing is more boring than a one-on-one basketball. Watching <sighs> or playing. It's yes. just it's ridiculous. Yes. Peter does the ghost defense, does the phantom defense, lets her buy for layups, uh-huh. and then he does something where he uh he grabs, holds onto her and hugs her and then takes the ball and does like a fade away uh, and makes this makes the buzzer beater. But is this
0: like some they, camera t- tricks? But, but they,
1: they made it out to be a buzzer beater. You right. heard it. Eh, and, uh, and then they show the score and it's five to three her. So there, <laughs> there wasn't any bu- bu- buzzer beater. <laughs> so, uh, so she walks away. She walks away from the basketball court, the winner and, uh, this is where this is where the, the real uh, good stuff takes place because they're going back to uh, the house where the father is the assistant coach at Auburn, and he is very much uh, a religious man. Devout. And, and they make it known a couple times. Um, then they do this strange special plate tradition where everybody Weird. around Weird. the table says yeah. something nice about the person with the special plate. Yeah. And then they, they do a prayer. Do a prayer, um, and at some point, the dad says to her, um, "When you were a baby, I put my hand on your head and said and, and prayed for your husband," oh, which is no a really weird phrase. So I weird, and prayed for your so husband. So weird.
0: I I have a daughter, and I put my hand on her head and I prayed for her to become a lesbian, and I have I still do that. I'm not sure it's going to work, but. uh. I guess uh, just different parts of the country, maybe.
1: Lesbian, yeah, yeah. Um, she tells, she sits with her dad, who's you know who makes himself out to be a hard ass, and says that she's falling in love. Uh, the dad gets Peter alone, and he kind of he asks a pretty good question too, because uh, Peter says, "I'm falling for your daughter," and and his, the dad says. I need to ask you a question. Do you know this for sure? Do you know for sure yeah, yeah. that this is real? And Peter pauses. And then the next thing he says is, that's a tough one. I <laughs> it's
0: not the right answer. It's yeah, not the right
1: answer. You, if, I don't think you can come off uh, less sure, especially to like a coach who is is all about reading young, young people. Right. And. and they know what you're thinking before you say it so that he didn't make a great impression on the dad. The dad goes and tells Madison as much. I don't think you guys are ready. Um, and she takes that to heart. And then her mother and him hint at this. Have you told him that about your faith and your lifestyle and your life choices? She
0: doesn't fuck,
1: which means she's saving herself for her husband and, For the life of me, I have no idea why she hasn't told him up to now in the season. They've had plenty of time. And she chose to go this entire hometown date uh, without telling him that she's a virgin. So she she basically was either told by the producers that you need to be the first person to reveal the virgin at the fantasy suites. Right. That's actually kind of or smart. right before the fantasy suites mm-hmm. to just upgrade the drama a little bit. Um, but yeah, she doesn't say it. Um, Peter says he's falling head over heels in love. <clears throat> um, so that's that's about as committal as he gets. Um, and then he said off camera, I love Madison. So uh, so he squares up that one. And even though he was a little shaky with the dad, he tells us that he's in love with Madison, which I think in uh, if you follow the narrative, if she's a virgin saving herself for for the husband and is ultimately going to leave him at the altar or at the at the, uh, at the place where he proposes, which I'm guessing that's what happens. Um, she's going to say this, he and and they're going to show him saying that he loves her. Because the show rarely ever has the subject say they love them because yeah. it's a give yeah. So they're setting us up for something. I don't know what it is, well, but my guess last yeah. week was that she leaves them the proposal.
0: Well, I just want to point out that in the last season of The Bachelorette, they had nearly exactly this same Fucking stupid storyline. They're they're previewing for the Fantasy Suites weekend that Madison is going to declare. Hey, I don't fuck. Okay, that's my thing. I I I only fuck the Lord, and we're waiting for that. And but also she's going to say, and by the way. If you bang either of these other two chicks, we're done. I don't respect you. That's the same thing that Luke P. said last season.
1: Exactly. It's exactly Exactly.
0: the same thing. Why are they doing this twice?
1: Luke P. and Madison, uh, they they should should put them on. They're both uh, from the South. Yeah, they should put uh, them on uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Um, Now, think about this. Just put what we just said into context. Um, she's not going to tell him that she's a virgin because they want the big bomb to drop, right? That she want, going into fantasy yeah. suites. Yeah. She she's going to drop the bomb on him. Now you have a contestant that has gone the entire season knowing what the show's about. Uh, They spent a lot of the first and second episode jokingly referring to four times in a windmill that he had sex with Hannah. So she is, he's um, he's
0: got rubbers in his uh, Mercedes console. The guy likes to get down. He's half German, half Cuban. He fucks. He's a pilot.
1: and, And one of the girls, I don't want to give away too much, but one of the girls, he, he puts up with so much of her shit
0: just
1: no, because
0: he wants to have this sex is with her. Yeah. We,
1: One of the girls he, that's the only reason we he's gotta get on. her this far. We gotta get but, to that. But but Madison signed up for all this and then she's gonna give him the ultimatum. A guy that everyone knows has had sex and will likely have sex again soon. Yep. It's just doesn't it's coming off a little disingenuous. I mean like, the
0: the whole point of of accepting this gig as the bachelor is to get ass. Like you don't, you're not, you're not going to take this job and go, Oh, I'm going to be the bachelor. And then just be like, Oh no. And by the way, I'm not going to have sex with anybody. Like that's, that's the, that's the perk of being the bachelor.
1: Right. Especially for Peter. Yeah. who uh, likes to bang. He's taking full advantage of that. And the next contestant, Gives him every reason to walk the hell away from her, oh, and insane. he sticks with her. Yeah, Victoria F. Victoria F. Um, the best looking of the last four. I think she, we, we both agree on that one. She's
0: super hot. Yeah. Um, Got those she, big brown eyes.
1: She, she meets him on the beach, and yeah, Virginia she Beach. Has, she has the the dog that. Uh, what's what? What are those dogs called? Support dogs, or whatever people take them to the airport and on the airplane yep, and stuff?
0: Yeah, yep. Emotional support dogs.
1: Seems like one of those, but they don't acknowledge the dog as such. And and the dog is playing, um, in the sand. Peter picks up a ball and throws the ball, and is exposed for the third time in this episode. Yeah, We're can't having do it. zero athletic skill. Um, Victoria F takes him to one of those old picture things um, where they they get dressed up like people in the 19th century, and they make some joke about Mr. and Mrs. Such and Such, and it wasn't that great. But then she says, "I have a surprise for you," and she does something that is just a, a normal thing to do on any date that you take uh, to your hometown or any – in real life, this is what happens. She takes him to, like, um, this vacant kind of street area where there are about 50 random white women cheering for some random Caucasian country singer. Hunter Hayes. Named Hunter Hayes, which Mm – I just thought he was just one of these uh, faceless country guys. They
0: knew all the words. Everybody knew all the words.
1: But they loved this song.
0: Yeah. Everyone knew the words.
1: Yeah, And Peter dances the exact same way to every single song. Uh, It's it's just like his athletic ability. It's just kind of all over the place. Yes, it's bad. Um, And I, I just think it's so funny that they... They just got a bunch of random women to stand around and cheer and and take in this one song and watch two people dance. It's just so it's just so unnatural. It's there's horrible, zero, Yeah, there's okay. zero na- natural yeah. about it. It's uh, like
0: it's like when they have Tom Petty at the Super Bowl, RIP, and he's like on the field. They're like Tom Petty, <laughs> and then they have like a bunch of 19 year old kids. Right racing yeah. out. They're racing across the field. They're like, woo, Tom Petty. And you're like, and he's not even playing live. He's lip syncing. And and kids that for sure have never once heard a Tom Petty song are fucking going crazy, screaming, and they're all red and shit. They love Tom Petty. And you're like, what is going on here? This this isn't real. They don't really love Tom Petty. It's like that, but on a smaller version, and it's Hunter Hayes.
1: And, and I <clears> guess credit to... uh to Victoria F for arranging a country singer that she hadn't had sex with wow. on the show, like she did earlier in the uh, in the season. Chase Rice, Chase Rice, yeah. Um, so. The big drama occurs after this song that they know every word to and are dancing to. It's one of the best dates ever, he says. It's great. And for some reason, he's walking alone back to his SUV.
0: Yes, they're separated. Do do they show them, like, leave each other?
1: Never. Because it seemed
0: like they're together one minute, and then the next minute, he's walking through the fucking food court, and some chick shows up with a pixelated face.
1: Just happened... So an an ex-girlfriend of his just happens to be at this random concert. Just happens to be there. With
0: a pixelated face like it's fucking Geraldo.
1: And... Yeah. She's obviously a coward. She doesn't want to show her face. She wants, she doesn't care. No, she doesn't care.
0: She doesn't care. This is a, this is a producer trick where they're like, you know what we do? What we do (laughs) is to make it seem more authentic. We're going to pixelate this chick's face because she's going to give us, she doesn't want us to know who she is because she's giving us information.
1: Everything is so choreographed. So I mean stupid. This is twice in this season that the producers have completely overproduced a, uh, an event where there's a country music singer and there's a bunch of drama afterwards. So uh, this time it happens to be an ex-girlfriend who, wor- who worked on Rodeo Drive where he bought a Guess leather jacket. But there's a Guess store
0: on that. Rodeo Drive? And also, <laughs> also is it 1998? <laughs> Who's buying Guess. The fuck out of here so,
1: so i guess she works on she worked retail and rodeo drive yeah. when they, when peter used to uh and, used to be with and her. also
0: and she's and he's like when was that and she's like to 2012 <laughs> so they were 13 right. like what? Yeah. That's, that's a pretty long time ago they're pretty so, young uh,
1: so she yeah. um she does the old um you know i just want to tell you one thing i i know Uh, Victoria F., we used to be friends. We're no longer friends. I just want to tell you, be careful. And something like, she ends relationships. She She has broken up relationships.
0: This whole thing was so juiced and so embarrassing because he's like, hey, that's right. You're from Virginia. And she's like... (laughs) And she's like, yeah. She's like, I just moved back here two years ago. Well, that's fucking like 20% of your life at this point. (laughs) Uh, The whole thing was so fucking dumb and so juiced and such bullshit. The pixelation, the whole deal was completely made up and so ridiculous. And then basically she's like, hey, you don't want to be with this Victorian chick. Right. Because she fucks everybody's boyfriend, and that's what that's based That's that that's the coded language that she's she, using. But I don't know why that would matter to Pete.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, that's the thing about this chick is that he just wants to get her to the fantasy she, suite. She's so banging, but for for the sake of drama, he takes this information um, to her parents' place. Um. By the way, her parents, a couple of white people, and yeah.
0: the dad's got the she, dad. She the dad appears to have a toupee. Mixed. He's got a hair system. That's yep. what I was wondering because the brother kind of looks like her, but right. she's very ethnic looking, and the parents are just white.
1: I I, I thought she described what she is. She's like um, one third something, something F- or another, whatever. F- Filipino. Like, uh, yeah, but I I didn't see any of that, uh, those characteristics, right. uh, nationalities. No,
0: from the, parents. the parents, yeah.
1: Um, so before they go inside, which is an interesting, we've never seen this on The Bachelor before. Um, it's great, it's great. Before they go inside, they literally sit on the porch, not on the porch, the stairs right below the front door, because Peter gets out of the SUV and he's not smiling and there's no loving hugs. She knows something's wrong. He says, I need to talk to you. They sit on the stairs and he simply says, I ran into an ex-girlfriend and she said this, she said, you, uh, you end relationships. And I just want to know if that's true. And then Victoria F, as we've seen multiple times in this season, the second she has to describe her feelings, she just starts pouting and blaming him for putting her in a tough spot she she
0: she destroys him she is yeah she is so much better at this than he is because <laughs> he's like you I need to know I you know I ran into Marissa. And Marissa, with her pixelated face, like a Geraldo episode, told me that you um, break up relationships. And then she's like, well, she's like, I don't know why she said that to you. And then she's like, why are you telling me this at my house when you're about to meet my parents. And he's like, what? And she's like, then she just fucking starts. She's like, why are you even here? She's like, totally starts lighting him up. And then all of a sudden he's fucking backpedaling the whole time. She's oh, yeah. on the offense.
1: I mean, I, I'm, <clears throat> I don't have any like FBI training and, uh and like, th- like noticeable things that people do when they're lying. Yes. But I'm pretty sure um, Victoria F hit, the top six things people do when they're lying he 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 says this is what marissa said i just want to know if it's true and then she's like are you really doing this and then she's yeah. like like then she said she didn't say it's not true she said what relationships is she talking about who what what relationships like he's just going to name their names like Ted and, and Mary, uh, Smith. Um, she, she never addresses whether it's true or not. It's great. She She doesn't acknowledge it it. back on him. Yeah. Being the asshole that I think she had the balls to say it's, it's more important to have this conversation than it is to meet my parents.
0: It's amazing. She, she totally bosses the situation and makes him look like the clown. And meanwhile, Never acknowledging the things she's accused of, which right. we don't know what she's accused of breaking up relationships. Well, when you're hot, sometimes guys will, you know, have a wandering eye and go from, and maybe they're in a relationship and then they go, Oh, who's that? Like, is that her fault? We don't know. She does. Cause she never acknowledges it. It's amazing.
1: I think that there's like a, there's that whole thing where, um, when, like a woman or a guy breaks up a marriage, it's for some reason, the blame always goes on the family wrecker as opposed yeah. to the, the person that exactly. decided to have the affair. It's, I know. It's so cr- who, knows, it's who weird. knows what was the truth here? And I, I have a feeling we're going to get a lot of details coming out from reality, Steven stuff, but, yeah. um, Victoria drops the word literally like six times as she's trying to throw this uh, bullshit at him. She's great. Um, but this is my this is my takeaway from this entire situation. This is the second or third time she's done this to him where he tries to get legitimate feelings out of her and she says, "Oh, you're going to do this now? You're going to do this now?" <laughs> like, that's great. Yeah, get get your feelings about me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. And uh I think that um guys have been putting up with her shit. Yeah. Her entire She's hot. Uh, Ever since she has hit puberty, yep. guys have been putting up with her shit to get in her pants. Yeah. And what they've done—every guy who has done that—has enabled her to where she doesn't have to express her feelings. Yep, she could just she could deflect and say nothing, and guys will put up with it. And what does Peter do at the end of this episode?
0: He gives her a rose.
1: Yeah, he gives her a rose.
0: Yeah, she's the hottest chick. You're not going to send the, first the time ho- I guess in the house check home.
1: Yeah, this go is on. the first hometown date that um, he never did meet the family. He left before meeting the family, which is a first in this show's history, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, you know, and then <clears> she shows up at the hotel room the next day, just happens to show up as the cameras are in there with lighting and and exactly. uh, and champagne on ice. Um, they uh, and she she somehow apologizes in her way and he feels bad he keeps her um which was no surprise at all yeah, she's hotter she's hot she mm-hmm. he wants to have sex with her on the fantasy suite mm-hmm. which runs right against the narrative of, of the virgin yeah. um, and the the the, re, the one uh the the time that i knew that the show is going to have her go to the next episode. She gets out of the car. She tells Chris Harrison, I don't know. I'm really nervous. And then she says off camera, I think I'm going home. Or I'm definitely going home or something like that. And yep. at that point, that means she's not going home. Of course. They never they never have them saying they're going home and they actually go home. So um, the Smart. poor Schwep who gets sent home so that Kelsey. Peter can keep, yep. keep Victoria up is poor Kelsey – who numerously told him that she loved him on this date? It's great. They had the wonderful grape stomping, um, and Kelsey takes it in the chin, man. She uh, she didn't see it coming, and I I don't blame her. Like he he made it out that that she was uh, still in the ball game at the end of their their hometown.
0: Yeah, she's gone. So uh, we're going into next week. Madison's going to drop her Luke P style ultimatum. Um, I think that will spell the end of Madison
1: or really, you think so? Cause like, well, so I don't don't know. Hannah and, um, is probably going to be one of the final two. That's pretty easy. She's pretty harmless. Victoria F is just a world of drama. Um, yeah. they're definitely yeah. probably going to consummate this because they have Victoria F on camera, like, um, giving the, uh, the, I can't believe she would give him <laughs> the ultimatum. What, you yeah. know, what a, what a what a horrible person yeah and they and talk like, about
0: their like I and we all three gotta live together and that's gonna be <laughs> awkward <laughs> it's like a whole thing
1: right so um, I think it'll be interesting I, I for some reason I just have a feeling he's he's gonna hold Madison over yeah and, he, could, he could and she's gonna dump him but it I, I make, that's just my guess it would make it more interesting
0: uh, okay let's do it we have an email. Hello everybody. This is the first time I actually watched the show, as we've said a lot of times on the show. This most of the people that listen don't actually watch the Bachelor. right? I've listened to your podcast for years. All I can say is, What the f? Pilot Pete is one giant dumbass <laughs> piece.
1: He's, he's right,
0: yeah. yeah. First. He picks Hannah Ann, who is about 15 years old in terms of maturity. He then picks Madison, a tomboyish virgin, and then picks a crazy acting Victoria F., who does have a smoking body, but someone who has literally told him to get lost twice tonight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get lost. (laughs)
0: To, to, To top it off he sends home a beauty queen who told him she loved him and chose these three whack jobs over someone who actually might love this giant pussy. Oh, and the kicker is Madison has the audacity, as the preview says, to give him an ultimatum, don't sleep with any of the other two and ask me to marry you the next day. And they, they show cuts make that make her seem bitchy for acting like every other normal person would the day before getting a proposal. If you sleep with someone else the day before, I am not going to say yes to a marriage proposal. <laughs> the show is pure lo- lunacy, but oh so good. I am hooked. That is from Kenny. I agree, Kenny. It is very ridiculous. This
1: it's it's the um, bachelor. It, you have to suspend uh, reality. Even though it's a reality show, it's the furthest from reality and that, yeah, he's making out with 25 women. Um, he's having sex in the fantasy suites Let's the night hope. before proposing to another woman. Yep. And the show's code, and only one person has broken this code, and that's Nick Vile. The show's code is... Yep. Just like Fight Club, you never talk about fantasy suites right. in the after the Rose. That's you right. never talk about the biggest elephant in the room, yep. which is you just fuck somebody the night before you propose to her. Yep. How can you how could you be sincere? Yes.
0: It's confusing. It's I love a, it. it's a confusing world. Okay. We will do, so. Your prediction is Hannah Ann and Madison. Yep. I'm gonna go Hannah Ann and Victoria F. Of course. Lots of people know what happened already because of our close friend, reality Steve, but we are not playing the spoiler game. We are earnest in our love of the bachelor and we will check it out next week.
1: We're really, uh, the ignorance is bliss podcast. Yeah. Well, neither of us do, uh, spoilers other than somebody who fed you a spoiler this week. We don't do spoilers, so we're not in the know, and then none of our listeners watch the show, so they're not in the know either. So this is the oblivious podcast, but it's, it's pure. It's, it's as pure as Madison is.
0: Uh, yes, exactly. It's as pure as Madison's um, dribbling drills, which are, I guarantee you, there's <laughs> no one else on the planet that is able to do what she can do. With two I morals. really hope
1: that uh, somebody has the balls this weekend at Bruce Pearl's game, yeah. just and, as, and just straight face it, and just be like, yeah, hey Bruce, um, you led the school its first ever Final Four last year. At what point in the season did you start doing the uh the double basketball drills with your players to, to get them to get them ready <laughs>
0: yeah let's see what your guys can do with two basketballs because there's
1: just no way that's crazy
0: uh, okay we'll talk about it next week for Jason Stewart my name is Brian Beckner you've been listening to the bachelor lifestyle from the baller lifestyle.com we will see you next week hi right, pal how embarrassing, the most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right, you might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Balls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl of a week. We making a connection and falling in love. We chilling in a mansion outside the hot tub. We starting in LA and then we travel the world. We toasting champagne, we got 32 girls. Who gets a hometown and who's the most hated? Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated? We always speculating like you wouldn't believe. But I cheated, locked on to re- Reality see so it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in.
1: It's the ball of lifestyle we living in. It's the bachelor lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of lifestyle.